Welcome to She Decided to Run Her Way, a podcast created for the aspiring female runner or one in the making who is ready to let go of the pressure to perform, quit chasing someone else's pace, and start embracing her own. My name is Pamela Otero, a certified running coach and personal trainer, and each week I'll be sharing practical running strategies and mindset shifts to help you do just that. So, if you're ready to run your way, then grab your running shoes, lace up, and listen in. Well, hey there. I've got a quick training tip for you today, and I can bet it's something you rarely consider when it comes to your running. So, if you're somebody who's prone to rolling your ankles, or you've had previous foot injuries, or you want to do your darndest to prevent getting injured in the first place, you don't want to skip this quick training tip episode. Now, I'm going to tell you up front, this topic isn't sexy, and this part of your body is often just completely overlooked. Now, what might I be talking about? I'm talking about your ankles. Yes, that part of your body that falls in an odd location between your foot and your lower leg, and you probably haven't given it the time of day. And that is exactly why I want to talk with you about them, about your ankles. And in today's episode, I'm going to be explaining three things to you. Here they are. Number one, why runners often have poor ankle mobility. Number two, how mobility impacts your flexibility and your stability. A few little abilities or illities there. And number three, what simple exercises you can do to improve it. So are you ready to dive into all things ankles, all things ankle mobility? I hope so. Let's do it. So why might a runner or someone have poor ankle mobility? Now, first and foremost, the main reasons many runners have poor ankle mobility is, quite frankly, the lack of attention. Many runners, whether um, they are experienced or not, they just don't know it's important and they don't know why it's important. So that's really the main reason. But there are a couple other reasons why people do have poor ankle mobility. And it has to do with, um, one, injuries, right? Um, Injuries to the ankle that weren't properly rehabbed. So sometimes when, you know, you might be somebody that has had an injury to your ankle, and I'm just curious if you actually rehabbed it after it healed. But a lot of times when someone has a previous injury to the ankle and it isn't properly rehabbed, it really creates tight ankle joints because you or they may have given those ankles or that ankle time to rest and heal. But then afterwards, they didn't really do anything. They didn't rehab it. And so it leaves them with poor ankle mobility, poor, um, you know, or tight ankles. And we're going to talk a little bit more about what I mean when it comes to tightness. Some of the other reasons that people have or runners have poor ankle mobility has to do with tight calves, Achilles tendons, and your tibialis anterior muscle and the many tendons and ligaments in the ankle. You might be going tibialis what? Tibialis anterior what? Yeah, that can also contribute to poor ankle mobility. 
And your tibialis anterior muscle is that muscle in the front of your lower leg. It's usually to the outside of your shin bone, which is your tibia. Um, And that muscle gets super, super tight along with tight calves and your Achilles tendons and some other tendons and ligaments, right? But that poor ankle mobility can be caused by a weakness of those muscles and those supporting structures. And um, they really haven't been strengthened and they haven't been stretched. So you might be wondering right now, Pamela, what in the heck is mobility? What do you mean by that? Well, when I'm talking about mobility, really what it is, is the ability of your body to move through a full range of motion at the joint. And our body is made up of many, many, many joints. But we're talking today, or I'm talking today, specifically about your ankle joints. So mobility is, a, is about the ability of that ankle joint to move through its full range of motion. And this full range with your ankle has the ability, it's capable of moving in many directions, that specific joint does. And so when a runner has good ankle mobility, the amount of that mobility often measured in degrees, do you remember that fun math class we had to take growing up, you know, geometry, um, measuring different degrees and angles with that darn triangle. Um, But the amount of mobility oftentimes measured in um, degrees is an indication of your flexibility as well. So mobility and flexibility, they go hand in hand, they go together, kind of like peanut butter and jelly. Don't you just love PB&J? I do. So when you're flexible at the ankle joint because of that good mobility, The muscles in the lower leg, as well as the tendons and ligaments attached to the ankle, are able to comfortably lengthen and allow the ankle joint to move through an unrestricted range of motion. So when you are more flexible, you are able to lengthen those muscles and tendons. And when you have good mobility, you're able to move through that range of motion at the joint in an unrestricted way. It's not tight. It has more fluid to it or flow to it or movement and range at the ankle joint. So what I think is helpful with this episode is next time, you know, maybe after you get done listening in with me here today and you have a chance, um, hop on to the internet and Google tendons and ligaments of the ankle joint. So you can actually see an image of what that ankle joint and all of the tendons and ligaments that kind of innervate and are located at that joint look like. I think you'll be quite surprised at all the supporting structures in that unsexy body part of yours. And I think you'll find it pretty fascinating. Now you might be thinking right now, how does that actually impact my running, right? Well, if we apply this directly to your running, whether you are an aspiring runner or an existing experienced runner, flexible and mobile ankles really help absorb the impact that running has on the body innately in that activity. There is force and impact and flexible and mobile ankles help absorb the impact when you're running, when your foot strikes the pavement or the trail in a more cushioned and responsive way, 
kind of like a spring, like a coiled spring. And when it kind of absorbs that impact, it then distributes that force more efficiently to the other joints, muscles, and bones that are upstream from the ankle. So when you have good mobility and flexibility in your ankle, you're able to be more efficient at absorbing and distributing that force each and every time your foot strikes the ground, whether it's on asphalt or on the trail. And in addition to that, having more flexible and mobile ankles really allows you to be more explosive when you're running, when you push off at your forefoot, when and if you want you know, to have explosiveness with your running. And it also gives you more power when you're running up a hill as you're more often, um, think about when you're running up a hill, you're usually on the ball of your foot, kind of like digging in um, as you're kind of powering up this hill. And so having more flexible and mobile ankles really allows for this explosiveness and this push off at your forefoot to get that explosiveness, but also that power as you're powering up a hill, if you're doing any sort of hill running. But when those ankles of yours are stiff or they're tight, that range of motion at the joint is restricted. And those muscles and those other supporting structures often stay shortened and tight which reduces your ankle mobility and your ankle flexibility. And then that impact and force when you're running is not really absorbed efficiently. It's a little bit more intense and jarring on the body each and every time your foot strikes the ground. And because your ankles are more restricted and less flexible, that force can shoot up the knees and the hips and the spine leading to pain in your knees and hips and lower back over time. We don't want that, right? And then on top of all of that, um, when you do have good ankle mobility, it really is hugely helpful to your stability as a runner, especially if you enjoy trail running. Now, when I talk about stability, it has to do with how your ankle joint behaves or responds when they're thrown off balance, either on an uneven surface like trail running, or even when you're running on a sidewalk, if you're somebody that runs on the sidewalk, um, a lot of times when you're running, you kind of um, hit an area where there might be a driveway and it kind of dips down as you come across that driveway. And being able to maintain control of your joints, of your ankle joints through their full range of motion or in a particular position that's really what stability is all about. And I'm pretty confident, you know, you are somebody that wants to avoid any ankle sprains or ankle strains or any type of injury um, to your ankle or to other kind of muscles um, and other joints within your body when you're running, right? So now that I've kind of explained what mobility and flexibility and stability is all about and why oftentimes runners have poor ankle mobility, um, I want to jump in and just share with you ways that you can improve your mobility. 
And I'm going to offer you today three super simple stretches that I really like to do, and they really don't take a lot of time. I know that you are busy. you got a lot on your plate. So whenever I offer you some suggestions and offer you exercises, I'm always trying to think of ones that are easy, simple, and do not take a lot of time. So here are three um, specific stretches that I personally do and I think you should be doing to improve your mobility with your ankles. Number one is... What you want to do is you want to sit on the floor, you know, with your legs extended out in front of you, maybe lean back and rest your upper body on your hands. And then all you're going to do is point and flex your feet. So you're really going to kind of stretch pointing down, um, stretching out the top of your ankles and then pulling those toes back towards your um, kind of towards your shins. Um, and just pointing and flexing, going back and forth, creating some movement at that ankle joint. And when you do this particular stretch, this really activates and stretches that tibialis anterior muscle that I talked about, that muscle that's on the front of your lower leg to the right of your tibia, your shin bone. That's why it's called the tibialis anterior muscle. Um, But doing this particular stretch activates that muscle and it activates your calves, really stretching your calves as well. And um, this is also really helpful if you are somebody that sometimes gets shin splints when you're running. Um, That tibialis anterior muscle, a lot of times um, when it's related to shin splints, it's because it's tight. So not only doing this stretch Um, Not only is it going to help with your ankle mobility, really working that ankle joint as you point and flex, but it's also going to work stretching those calves and stretching um, the muscles in the front of your legs that will also prevent um, or help prevent shin splints if you're someone that experiences that with your running. All right. But this is really all about ankle mobility, but there's a lot of other great benefits to doing this one particular simple exercise. And all you're going to do is you're going to sit there, you're going to point intentionally, you're going to pull back and flex intentionally, and you know, maybe set a timer and do it for 30 seconds, 45 seconds. You can do both feet at the same time. Pretty simple, pretty easy. You can be watching TV, um, you know, doing other things. But When you're doing this simple exercise, pointing and flexing, like I said, you're moving that ankle joint. And when you move that ankle joint, you're lubricating it with a fluid called synovial fluid. And um, you're also stretching and lengthening, lengthening those muscles at the same time. And I like to think of... um, as we're lubricating that joint, I like to think of it as like WD-40, right? When our joints get really tight and there's not a lot of movement or range of motion at the joint, I like to think of them as kind of hinges on a car door that gets a little squeaky. And so you got to break out that WD-40 and you got to lubricate the hinge of that door so it isn't so cranky and tight as you open and close it. And it's the same concept when it comes to your joints and specifically this ankle joint. 
So the second exercise I want to suggest is um, you can do it in that exact, that exact same position, seated with your legs extended, or um, you can also stand up and just kind of hold um, balance, you know, on a wall, have your hand or, um, you know, on a wall or on a table. And you're going to do one foot at a time, but all you're going to do is you're going to lift one foot off the ground and you're going to make circles. So you're going to go clockwise um, in one direction, maybe for 30 seconds. And then you're going to go counterclockwise in the other direction for another 30 seconds, allowing your foot to kind of direct that motion. And you may find when you do this exercise that maybe rotating that foot clockwise is a lot easier, but then rotating it the opposite direction counterclockwise is a little bit harder. And that's just going to tell you that there are areas within that ankle that are a little bit more tight than other areas. And so you do want to go in both directions. And doing this exercise is really helpful in relaxing those ligaments and those tendons that surround the ankle. And um, it really just helps to create, again, some more movement at the joint and more lubrication um, at the joint. Just think of that WD-40. You are putting it on your joints so they're not dry and they're not squeaky when you use them. And then the third and final exercise I have for you today, um, it's a stretch I like to do um, mostly after a run. And I'm going to tell you why, because it actually works so many other parts of your body, but it's called praying frog. Um, I made that name up. But I really, like I said, enjoy doing this after a run because one, it helps open up my hips after a run. It helps release tension in my low back and it helps stretch, you know, stretches my calves and it improves my ankle mobility all at the same time. So what you're going to do is you are going to squat down. Okay, just think of a frog squatting down to the ground where your glutes are kind of coming close to the floor or the ground. Your knees are going to be turned out. They're going to be externally rotated out. And your feet are going to be slightly wider at first because what I really want you to do is I want you to have your feet turned out, obviously at the same direction as your knees because you're turned out squatting down like a frog. Um, but you need them to be wide enough so that your heels can touch the ground. And a lot of times when people try and do this, um, if your feet are too close together, your heels are too close together, um, they're going to be elevated off the ground. And so I want you to first start out kind of opening up your stance and make sure your heels are not ele elevated. Make sure that they actually press down into the ground. Um, and you may need to keep widening up that stance until you can get those heels down. And I will tell you, if you have to widen your stance very, very wide in this praying frog position, that tells me that you have poor ankle mobility and you probably have really tight calves and an Achilles tendon. Okay. So what you do is you get into this frog-like squat position. You have your knees turned out, your feet turned out the same direction as your knees. Your heels are pressing down into the ground. And then you put your hands kind of in this praying position and you use your elbows to gently press against the inside of the knees. Okay. And again, you might struggle a little bit with balance. So just kind of lean forward just a little bit. 
But in that prayer position with your hands, gently pressing the inside of your knees back, having the knees turned out, having the heels touch the ground, you're going to just gently sway right to left. Not a lot, but you're going to kind of position and like move um, a little bit more of your weight to the right side, a little bit over towards the right foot, um, really working that right ankle. And then you're going to sway to the left kind of moving your um, weight to the left. And it's just a small sway in that position. And that really is going to help improve that range of motion directly at that ankle joint. Um, And like I said, lean forward a little bit if you find that you're off balance, if you want to kind of tip backwards and then fall on your your tush. Um, But, you know, just sway slowly right to right, you know, right to left, excuse me. Now, if you find that it hurts at your ankles or it's hard to do. Now, one, if there's any sort of pain, I want you to back out of it because pain is not good. Tightness is very different and a little discomfort is different from pain. So back out of it if it's painful. Um, But if it's hard, right, it's probably something you should do more often because, like I said, your calves are either seriously tight or your ankles are seriously tight, those ligaments, those tendons. Um, and again, that um, tibialis anterior muscle, that front, that front muscle of your lower leg is probably tight. And so this is something you probably want to do more frequently. Now, in the beginning, having your feet wider apart, you know, wider apart from each other helps um, to keep those heels down. But over time, I want you to gradually start bringing your feet in closer and closer while still keeping your heels down. And that's going to be a sign of improved ankle mobility and improved flexibility. If you're able to, over time, bring those heels in a little bit closer than when you originally started. So that is a good thing. All right. Same thing with that second exercise when you're standing up and let's just say uh, making um, ankle circles and you go, uh, let's see, counterclockwise. That's usually where people tend to have problems is going counterclockwise. If it becomes more easy, that is a good thing. Um, You are improving that ankle mobility and that range of motion at your ankle joints. So really, I want you to consider doing these three exercises. You know, they don't take a lot of time, maybe doing them three to four times a week, because I really do believe they can really improve your ankle mobility as well as stretch those supporting muscles, um, tendons and ligaments. We want to keep them healthy. We want to keep them active. We want to keep them supporting you and your running. All right. Now, um, When you have, I do want to just touch on this, when you have better ankle mobility, you have more flexibility and stability at the ankle joint and the muscles in the lower leg, as well as those tendons and ligaments attached to the ankle are able to comfortably lengthen, really allowing that ankle joint to move through an unrestricted, that's the key word, unrestricted range of motion. And having all of that ultimately reduces injury or the risk of injury with you and your running. And you gain a lot more power and a lot more explosiveness with your running. If you need that explosiveness, I know you're going to need that power, but it's really going to help um, benefit you in those ways, right? And who doesn't want those sorts of benefits, right? 
So my friend, I hope that you enjoyed this quick training tip episode. Um, I really hope you'll do a a few things for me over the next week or so. One, I'd love for you to go Google an image of the ankle and all its tendons and ligaments. I really think you seeing it with your own eyes will reinforce why this is so important to you and your running. I think having a visual and seeing all the different structures at the ankle um, is going to really just kind of be eye-opening for you. And um, I hope that it'll reinforce you going and doing these simple exercises. And then that leads me into the second thing I'd love for you to do over the next week or so is go do these three simple ankle mobility exercises and add them in to your weekly routine. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to take a lot of time. But if you want to continue running, um, if you want to continue enjoying your running, if you want to stay upright um, and have that stability um, as you are running on the trails, then I would highly encourage you to um, give these non-sexy ankles some attention and um, really help them to be healthy and strong. All right. Well, I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. And until next week, my friend, I'd love it if you'd go grab your running shoes, lace up and go enjoy the beautiful outdoors. 